You are listening to Sparking Wholeness with Erin Carey, where we talk about all things related to nutrition for mind, body, and soul. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey everybody, it's Erin Carey and welcome back to Sparking Wholeness today. We are talking to Tim James. He is the CEO, founder and CEO of chemicalfreebody.com. He is the host of the Health Hero Show, which is a really great podcast. And chemicalfreebody.com is a mission-based organization that is passionate about helping everybody ignite their highest excitement in life by putting themselves and their health first. He is turning 48. Is that, is that still true? Or are you 48? I'll be turning 49. Oh, you'll be turning updated. 49. Okay. So the information <laughs> I have needs to be updated. Okay. Almost but, 50. Woo-hoo. All right. I mean, which is amazing because it says that it feels like he feels like he's 18 with more energy. And what is his secret? His journey led him to a shocking discovery, which helped his friend beat cancer and transform every area of his life and feeling charged with the duty to help others. He started sharing his knowledge with anyone that would listen. This led him to producing his own chemical free food products. Chemical free body was born. So Tim, that's a lot of really interesting information that I can't wait to get into. Thank you for being on the show and welcome. Yeah, my pleasure. I'm always excited to do these shows and and tell tell us tell the story and get it out there to people because like I had my head literally in the sand. Um, I think probably had some ego issues there too. Still working on that um, <laughs> with my spiritual practice, but um, you know my health was really in the gutter and I was able to turn it all around and and now I get to help other people do the same thing. So it's uh it's been a, it's been a huge blessing in my life. I love that. You know, I think it's interesting that so many people who are sharing about, you know, different tools for healthy living, it comes from their own pain, right? And so it came from you going through an experience that transforms you to lead you to kind of almost like this, Mm -hmm. like evangelistic type of, oh yeah, everybody needs to know, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I I actually grew up on a cattle and hay farm over in Eastern Oregon, which is like growing up in the fifties, like it wow. was pretty repressed and you know how that is. And it's kind of really male dominated and the guy goes to work and the woman stays home and takes care of the kids and, and, and that kind of thing. And, you know, it's just, um, and there's just old societal conditioning, like to, to be a man, you know, it was like, I was, we were hunting and fishing all the time, shooting mm-hmm. deer and elk and chuckers and pheasants. And that was kind of like part about being a man going home and, you know, bringing home the bacon and, you know, like literally, you know, and, and hard work. And I learned lots of really good, um, you know, um, things for my life that, you know, hard work, do what you say you're going to do your man of your word, you know, there's good stuff that came out of it, but there was also some social programming that like wouldn't allow me to, uh, move forward in my life. Like, you know, the word vegetarian, we didn't even know what that was. We'd made fun of those folks. Right. It's just, we, cause it was just ignorance. It was really ignorance. Aha. What, how could that even, what are they thinking? Right. I remember my neighbor's mom was making lentil soup and I, we were like, what the hell's a lentil? I never <laughs> right. even heard of it. It sounded weird. I love lentils today. I love my sprout them. We make soups and chilies with them and my God, they're good for you. So anyway, um, I grew up on this cattle and hay farm, had our own Hereford cattle, grass and alfalfa hay. And then I grew up on the standard American diet and played baseball at a high level. I was really into sports, so I would have done anything to compete and have an advantage over the competition. So when somebody said, Hey, you want to build muscle, you got to do these protein shake deals. I'm like, what's that? You know, I heard the word build muscle. I'm like, I want to build muscle. Well, you just get to go to the, get a scoop of soy protein and you put a banana and peanut butter in it. 
some oatmeal and blend it up and drink it and you'll have huge muscles. So we went and did that. And I had no idea that that was a, you know, I had cow's milk in it too. It was a toxic soup that I was drinking, but what was building my muscles is I was working my butt off in the gym. That's what it was. I was tearing my muscles down and, and I was getting pretty good sleep. So those, those are a couple of very important things to build muscles is you have to, you have to do some resistance training and then get good sleep. And, you know, hopefully you're getting good nutrients and stuff. So anyway, um, fast forward, I'm 37 years old. Now I'm a financial advisor. I moved down to Portland, uh, Oregon, which is a much, it's the largest town in, you know, Oregon. And, um, for opportunity, I actually came down here to play baseball in the summertime. And then I just ended up here doing construction work, digging ditches and that kind of stuff and putting in pipe. And it was a great experience as hard work. Um, and, um, but then at age 37, I was a financial advisor, <clears throat> had a couple kids, mortgage, running around three different offices, working my butt off, um, coaching kids afterwards. But I was tired. I had gained 42 pounds. I was gaining one to three pounds every year. I had eczema on a huge patch of eczema on my knee that would crack and bleed and like stick to my pants, which sucked. And then it's very painful, like when you're trying mm -hmm. to pull it off. And then my elbows got eczema too. And then those would crack and bleed and stick to my shirt. And as an advisor, I couldn't wear white shirts anymore because it would stain them and just make them look terrible. So I had to wear dark shirts, like black and dark blues and stuff like that <clears throat> to work. Um, and then I had acid reflux. I was eating tons of Rolaids 24 seven and it progressively got worse. And I kept going to the doctor and he said, Hey, you know, try Prilosec and get on that. And I just sounded weird to me. I was like, I don't want to Prilosec sounds like an alien. I just didn't do it. And then they'd give me prescriptions and half the time I wouldn't even fill them. But when I would fill them, I'd, I'd read the, the side effects. So there's like 30 side effects, like Actually, one of them, because <clears throat> I started bleeding rectally. And I was, every time I pooped, oh, blood would come out for two years. And it was a very painful process. Like It was like rocks and blood coming out. Mm -hmm. That's why, for those that are listening, you can't see me. But my shirt says, love when you poop. It's a good because shirt. Me, I noticed that. <laughs> pooping was a very painful process. Mm -hmm. And what I found out was doing all these shows and getting my story out there. There's a lot of other people out there, too, that are also pooping blood. It's like it's not like an isolated incident. There's like a lot of people dealing with gastrointestinal issues, the gas and the bloating and the or the and, and some people have, um, you know, all this colitis and Crohn's and diverticulitis and diverticulosis and ulcerative colitis and irritable bowel syndrome, that big umbrella or whatever. There's a lot of people that got their gut jacked up <clears throat> like I had. And I remember one of the side effects of one of these pills was rectal bleeding. I'm like, I already got that. I don't need more of it. It's like, so I never took that stuff. It was probably a good idea. All those synthetics now that I've learned what I've learned. Um, but I just still didn't know what to do. I tried high fat, low fat diets, low carb, high carb, high protein, low. I five meals. A day. I mean, I was trying stuff all the time and some of it would work a little bit. I even tried juicing at one time, but I didn't know I was putting too much sugar in. I was just doing like <laughs> carrots and beets and apples and, you know, a little bit of spinach or whatever. But I didn't know that it was all that sugar I was putting in. And I should have been doing more cucumber and, you know, celery and that kind of stuff. And so the juicer ended up under the cupboard. Well, fast forward, my wife and I, we decided to um, go on a vacation to Northern Peru. She was from Lima, Peru originally. Oh, wow. And her father was a medical doctor. He'd never taken a vacation in over 30 years. Never. He was a workaholic, loved what he did. He was very passionate because he had clients that he'd helped. And then when he took over the hospital and started running the hospital, he still had clients that they, he, they would not let him fire mm -hmm themselves he's like you're my doctor they didn't want to switch doctors so he has a practice while he's running a hospital and he did both right seeing patients and those dwindled off over the years but there was still some that would not 
quit. They, they wouldn't let him quit. <laughs> so imagine this never taking a vacation. We're in northern Peru, this place called Tumbes. And um, on a little fishing expedition, we got up there, and the place was gorgeous, by the way. It was awesome. Very remote. We were just south of Ecuador. Um, and I was doubled over in pain on the fishing boat. Everybody's like, oh, you have seasickness. I'm like, no, I'm a fishing fool. I've, I've been done this before. I never get this is something else. We got back. He diagnosed me. He's like, we got to get you to the hospital. You need surgery. Oh, wow. So we drove down to the airport, missed the one plane flight a day out of this very remote re area. And he's like, we can't wait. You could die. So now I'm freaked out. I'm bent over to 90 degree angle walking and extreme pain. I cannot walk erect. And um, they rented a van and we drove nine, six hours in the middle of the night down this bumpy road um, to, on the, down the coastline of Peru to a town called Piora. Went to the hospital there and I'm on the examination table looking up and there's bugs flying around in the lamp above me. So I'm just like, well, this isn't good. Like I'm in the hospital and there's lots of bugs. Right. So totally third world country. Can't use my health insurance that I paid into it for all my whole freaking life. I'm pissed. And um, and there they're talking Spanish 100 miles an hour. So he talks them into doping me up <clears throat> and then they put me on a commercial plane flight. You're not supposed to do this. I should have went into surgery right there, but he didn't want them to do it. He wanted his surgeons and more of his state of the art facility back in Lima to do it. So he had he was on the phone lining up the operating room, getting the surgeons, everybody put together. And um, they flew me into Lima. I went from a taxi cab right into surgery. And uh, I spent the rest of my vacation recovering. And then my wife wheelchaired me back in the United States because I still wasn't healed up yet. So my lessons. Um, number one, um, I would like to learn how to take care of my health, health so I don't ever have to get surgery again because I do not want to get surgery again. I was completely out of control. Um, you know, they put that stuff on your, 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 over your face and out you go and you, you're in somebody else's hands. Well, what if they had a fight with their husband or their wife? Right. What if, you know, what if they had a bad day? What if they were out partying? It, it was their, you know, birthday party the night before and they drank too much. It's like, who knows? Like, you don't know. Right. I didn't know. So I just don't want to do that again. The other thing that I learned was my poor health doesn't affect just me. It affects everybody else around me. So I ruined that trip, not just for myself, but for my wife and her dad. He he ended up back in the hospital. Like I felt so bad for him trying to taking care of me. It was a, he, his poor guy. His first vacation got cut short big time and he was having so much fun. He's out there reading <laughs> books. You should have seen the smile on his face like he was so happy to just not do anything. So anyway, those are a couple lessons that I got. I come back home. I still don't know what to do. And then my friend Charles gets diagnosed with chronic lymphocytic leukemia. Now, I just I'd lost my grandma to a brain tumor. Right. And that was terrible. The chemo, the radiation, lose her hair, all that stuff it was painful for her. And then my aunt, she was older, too. She um, died of melanoma, skin cancer and lung cancer. It spread to her lungs, I think, after the biopsy. Anyway, um, those are my two relatives that died of cancer, and both of them were just horrible. My mom did. Mm -hmm. She was the caregiver for my aunt. Um, God bless her for what she did. I mean, it's like it's like that's hard work taking. It's it's very sad. It's it's hard work. It's just hard work taking care of somebody when they're in, they're they're in so much need. And then my buddy Kalei Mahoy got uh, he died of stomach cancer on my baseball team at age forty and left three little boys behind from ages six to seventeen. So. And he had like a six pack abs. He could have been like mm -hmm. an underwear model. So and he got sick, but he chewed tobacco. So we figured stomach cancer, the chew went down in there and caused that deal. But now my friend Charles, he's this vegetarian, even though he was 60 pounds overweight, he was a sloppy vegetarian. You know, he's drinking wine and lots of cheese and dairy products. And anyway, um, so he gets diagnosed with this incurable cancer. And he says, look, I don't want to die. I want to see my son Charlie graduate 
high school. I want to go to father son weekend at Oregon state university. We had this whole planned out. I want to live. I want to see my son. I mean, like this is, and I was like, boy, I'm going to lose another friend. That's all I thought. I'm like, he's toast. Cause when you get cancer, my experience was you, you're done. And so he's like, Hey, I want to go to this uh, Hippocrates health Institute in West Palm beach, Florida. They're like a 61 year at the time old detox and nutrition center. And this gal named Ann Wigmore healed herself a stage colon cancer uh, with like grasses and herbs. Her, her grandma, I learned the story later. She was like a, a village healer back in Lithuania. So little Ann learned from her as a little girl, how to, she saw grandma healing people with herbs and massage and, and, you know, just conversation giving them tips on how to deal with their spouse and lower stress and all this kind of stuff. It's been going on a long time. There's healers all over the world. So anyway, this, this, this place has had over, uh, I'm thinking, yeah, dude, whatever you need, I'm in there. I'll, I'll go with you. January 1st, 2011, we fly into Hippocrates health Institute. My life will never be the same again. It was a complete fork in the road for me. I went there simply to support him. And on the plane flight there, he's like, oh, by the way, there's no meat. There's no dairy. There's no salt. There's no sugar. There's nothing cooked over 115 degrees. He's reading this little list off. And there's no vinegar. I'm like, what? What do you mean there's no meat? Like, I'm freaked out. Like, I thought your whole life had to revolve around it. Now, I don't want people listening to think that I'm going to be one of those people, you know, throwing darts at you if you're still having a chicken sandwich. OK, it's it was just what we did. Right. So day one, I get there and um it's kind of like a healing clinic. So they just do plant-based stuff. Right. So I'm freaked out, but I'm, I'm, I'm more freaked out about Charles dying because he's my friend and I don't want him to. So I put my emotions off to the side because I was like, well, I had taco bar salad, taco salad bar in high school once a week. And it was really good, but it did have hamburger. I'm like, I'm really freaked out and going through my mind. Just be here, be here for Charles. So I'm there day one. My acid reflux is gone. It's gone. Hasn't returned since. Um, by day three or four though, I'm going through a detox at night sweats. I was irritable. I had a metallic taste coming out of my tongue. Um, some people had it worse. They had, uh, um, rashes breaking out. Some people had parasites crawling out of their arms. One lady had a parasite crawling out of her eye during lunch. So when, when you hear that kind of stuff, people think that's kind of weird, but I was there and I saw it. So why was that happening? So the first class was called internal awareness and this Dr. Scott Josephson comes out and this guy's built. I mean, he's in shape, right? And it was 50th birthday that day. And he looked 40. Now, the people that had been working there 10 years or longer looked about 10, 20 years younger than the rest of the population their age. So I'm like, hmm. But I'm still very skeptical. I'm like, how can this podunk place in Florida help my friend with cancer, for God's sakes? I mean, we've got million, billions of dollars being spent. Race for the cure. Our best minds are on it. And we can't figure it out. So how's this place going to help? Well, that was the wrong thinking, Tim. But I didn't know because I was programmed by society, right? And this guy, this Dr. Josephson, he's like, we're going to show you what's going on in the next three and a half hours, what's going on inside of you when you eat a piece of food and how it goes through your body, how it works. And they showed us that from the time you chew food until it exits the body, what happens? And it was an amazing class. And I was like, wow, this is great. Now, the takeaway was that the average person is, is carrying around six to 12 pounds of impacted fecal material in, this, in the colon. That's a problem. The colon is not a storage tank. It's supposed <clears> to be a waste removal system. And the Royal Society of Medicine says that 85% of disease starts in the colon. I agree after 11 years of living this lifestyle and doing this work with hundreds of people and now thousands in group settings, right? The colon is in the digestive tract and the organ systems are the driving engine of this vehicle, your body. And if it's not, if your body's not running right, you just treat it like a car. 
taken into the shop. You don't just put a little bit better fuel into it or whatever. You got to pay attention to the to your check body lights. Mm-hmm. If your car has a check engine light that goes off, you don't just keep driving that sucker because you know if you do, a couple things are going to happen. It's going to leave you stranded, right? It's going to break down and leave you stranded. Or number two, the repair bill is going to go through the roof because you got to get it in there now and fix it before it breaks something else, right? Get it. And um, so you want to get you want to get it in. But where do you take your car, your body? What shop do you take it in? See, you have to learn to become your own mechanic. And that's what they taught us there. They give you 40 hours of lectures a week. So it's not just you go in there and getting therapies and blood tests and doing all these things, which you are. But you're also you're going to school. (laughs) You're literally it's like a it's like a reeducation camp on how (laughs) your body actually works and how you are nature. You're not living in nature, living with nature, you are an expression of nature. You're no different than an ant or a pine tree. Like we're part of an ecosystem. Your Mm -hmm. body is mostly made of minerals that are found in the soil, water that's found on the earth and bacteria, your gut bacteria. Most of the bacteria in your gut are the same ones that are in the soil, soil microbiome or soil bacteria, same ones in the gut. That's why that French study that showed like 45% of uh, children that had, they, they compared them to like, Children with no pets, children with mm-hmm. indoor pets, and children with um, pets that went outside. The children with the pets that went outside and brought in the soil-based bacteria from outside had 45% less uh, throat, nose, and ear infections. 45% just because their pets were going out and dragging in the dirt. And what are, what are some moms today doing? Get out of the dirt. And dads <laughs> will say it too. Get out of the dirt. You're going to get dirty. You can get germs. Wash, wash your hands. Use the antimicrobial hand sanitizer. <laughs> yeah. Poison yourself with it, with that. And it goes right through your bloodstream and kills your gut microbiome. Mm-hmm. Those, those hand sanitizers are uh, an immune destroyer. Yep. Like just use some Great. soap and water and common sense. But people don't know this stuff. I didn't know it. I was just hand, hand sanitizers. You know, I didn't think about it. Stuff's going right into my bloodstream. No liver to filter it. Killing my gut. So I'm just like, anyway, so you learn all these things, right? So we're at this institute. We're doing this stuff. And um, and then the guy was trying to get us to do a colon hydrotherapy session. Have you heard of that before? No, that sounds interesting. So colon hydro water therapy. It's a water. So you basically sit on a tube rectally mm. and water goes gently in and out of your colon for an hour. Now, I came there to help my buddy, but I elbowed, elbowed him and said, hey, look, Jude, I came here to help you, but I am not doing that. <laughs> that is not going down. For Tim James. All right. But the guy was, and he, he was very convincing and it all made sense, but I'm not doing it. I'm not going to do it. I had my ego in the way. I was scared. I was living in fear. And then he brought out the virtual colonoscopies and that's what sealed the deal for me. So four virtual colonoscopies, three of unhealthy people and one of a person had been on this lifestyle for a few years. The first person was a 24 year old female that had Hashimoto's and thrush, which is a yeast infection inside of her colon was yellow and white and nasty. She had all this yeast buildup in her colon. I was like, whoa, I had no idea that that was even possible. And then they went to a 65-year-old male with colon cancer and parasites. And inside of his colon was like black tar and white worms crawling all over the place. And I'm like, whoa. I mean, that was completely contrasted different from this other person's issue. And he turned around the doctor and he said, hey, half of you don't think that this parasite deals a third world affair easily half of you have easily over half of you have uh, parasites in your body. And he goes, I'm not talking about these tapeworms, hookworms and pinworms that you can see in these virtual colonoscopies. You, some of you are going to see these big long worms coming out of your stools. Some of you, your stools, as they come out and there's the die off effect, the stool will be covered in white. It'll look like a white fuzzy stuff, almost like snow. 
and, and, and I'm sitting there going, what? And he goes, but there's also smaller parasites that are microscopic. And all of them, all of these parasites are drinking your drink, eating your food, and they're urinating and defecating in you, creating more acid, which you don't want. And, um, and they're destroying your health and you can't see it. And I'm just like, I want that. I just like, I want them out. That's all I can think of. <laughs> then he went to a 45 year old female with breast cancer and like colitis or Crohn's. I can't remember what it was. She had her gut was jacked up and black tar. There's some brown in there. And then, you know, just didn't look good. And then they went to the healthy person and yeah, there was some brown waste matter in there, but the, the walls of the intestine were clean pink you can see the red blood vessels my point was the internal terrain was completely different than the three sick people the people that had a low vibrational frequency the people that had low energy the people that were overweight the people that were diagnosed with cancers the people that had the the infections the yeast infections the people with the parasites right all these people's their colon was a freaking mess mm -hmm. and the person that was healthy their colon was working properly and it looked great and that's when the light bulb went off in my head and i was like oh it's an inside job and I know what those people are eating and that's what I'm eating. And that's when I was like, Oh my God, my colon's like theirs. I don't know what it looks like, but it's not good. So I'm jumped up in the middle of the class and I was signing up on the signup sheet and he told us not to do it till afterwards, but I was like, so freaked out. He's like, no, Tim, we'll do that later. I'm like, yeah, I'll just going to put my name down here. <laughs> so I was the first one on the list. The next day I went in and I got my colon hydrotherapy session. They weighed me. I did the hour long deal and they weighed me again. I dropped 10 pounds of impacted fecal material wow. in one one hour session. One, the record at the time in 2011 was one lady had dropped 27 pounds of nasty funk and gunk and junk in Oof. one session. Think about that. That's as, almost weighs as much as my dog. Like my, that's like having right. a dog fall out of your butt. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I just had like a Yorkie fall out of mine. <laughs> like this lady had like a medium sized lab fall out of her. Yeah. Of, of nasty stuff. Now, What's the big deal when you ch here's the here's here's the here's how you win in health. You it's an inside job. And if you learn how to take really good care of your small and large intestine and your liver and your stomach and your kidneys and your gallbladder and your appendix, if you learn to really take care of these things and, and clean them up and how to do it and how to nourish them and you do it with foods and herbs and rest and, you know, intermittent fasting, there's all these things you can stack together. You heal the inside. And the outside's going to heal. And that's why we saw people like with rashes breaking off and things. We were changing the internal terrain. And what I found out was is that our body on a pH scale, seven, uh, zero being completely acid, like burn a hole through metal. And then you got 14 on that scale, completely alkaline, which also burn things right in the middle. Seven percent. That's or seven. That's not percent. But seven is completely is balanced. Right. Our bodies are like 7.34, 7.36. We're slightly alkaline, right? So we want to have a very alkaline body and high oxygen. That's mm -hmm. how you get health. Most people on the standard American diet, cellular dehydration, they're not drinking enough water. And what water they are drinking is polluted. Their bodies are more acidic and low oxygen. Now, if you are low oxygen and acidic, you are now the perfect terrain or breeding ground for viruses, bacteria, mold, yeast. Remember that yeast in that woman's mm -hmm. colon, the 24-year-old? Um, fungus and mutagens. Cancers love it. In fact, cancer um, is, is anaerobic. It cannot live in an oxygenated environment. Right. So knowing this and oxygen being our number one nutrient, when you go to Hippocrates, what do they do? They put you on the highest alkaline 
highest oxygen lifestyle diet therapies as possible. Everything, all the therapies, it's all about pumping oxygen into your body, mm -hmm. like everything. So you're changing the internal terrain. And when you change your internal terrain, the viruses, the bacteria, the mold, the yeast, the fungus, the parasites, the mutagens, the cancers, they all pack their bags and they leave. And that's why people were seeing the die off and the skin and the parasites leaving and exiting the body and metallic taste at my tongue. And, and it's not that fun. Um, especially if you're really polluted, like I was, you go through, you know, you're, I was irritable. I didn't feel good. It was like, I had a cold or flu. I was tired. But then on day five, man, I woke up mm -hmm. and I was like, I felt so good. Charles and I, we did our little routine. We got our lemon lime water. Then we did a wheatgrass shot. We went and worked out. We had these green juices. We did our sauna. We did our hot, cold, you know, our hot, cold plunge. We did the dip in the, the dead sea pool. I mean, they have, a, they have all kinds of cool stuff over there. You guys should, everybody should go to that place one time at Hippocrates Health Institute. Anyway, um, we're walking back to our little hacienda and I looked at Charles. I was like, dude, do you feel as good as I do? And he's like, yeah, he goes, I feel great. I said, dude, I can't. I, I'm like, you're going to heal like this is it. I'm like, dude, we have discovered the fountain of youth like this is like this <laughs> mythological thing everybody's looking for. I mean, women I know are spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on skincare. Mm -hmm. The best skincare is taking care of the gut. When you learn that. There's nothing that's going to make your skin look that good. There is nothing that you can put topically on that is going to do that good. Now, there, yes, there are some things that, that do work really well, aloe and certain skincare stuff. Yes, it's going to help. But if you want to be beautiful on the outside and feel good and have energy and have mental clarity, it's an inside game. So you have to become um, your own mechanic, basically, and you learn how to do this. You have to become your own doctor. You need to learn how to self-heal. And you can do this. Everybody needs to do it because that's – the way it works in nature, all animals, they self-heal. They know where to go. When the horse is sick, he goes and eats different herbs. He just instinctively knows and he eats them and then he heals himself, right? That's how it works. Otherwise, he goes away and then he won't evolve and then the healthier one will. And we have gotten away from evolution. We are actually de-evolving as a species right now. I mean, we are the sickest people have ever been in the, in the history of humanity. We've never been sicker. So why would we keep eating the same foods? going into the same medical system and, and live in the same life. We have to change our environment. It's yeah. like Dr. Bruce Lipton said, it's epigenetics. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, how, it's how the genes express themselves. It blows my mind. Here I am, this podunk, you know, redneck, working class dude, right? And I, can, I figure this stuff out because it's so obvious. Mm -hmm. It's so obvious. Like they spend billions of dollars on, uh, they've been on cancer research and genetic research, right? And the Genome Project is an example. They spent lots of money on that. And they found out that, oh, we have the same amount of genes as an earthworm. What the difference was is that's the interconnections in between those genes. That's what separates us that makes us so different. That's why the biological engineering field is coming out. And that's the new field for medicine. Right. But if you take, think about this. If you take a healthy human cell and you put it into a Petri dish, into a known carcinogen, that they know it's going to cause cancer, and they watch that happen, and they're trying to study it to create some synthetic version in a laboratory, some type of a pill to give it to you to stop that from happening to save you from your cancer. Why? Because they can patent it, and they can make billions and billions of dollars. It's not going to happen. It's, it's not going to work. How about we don't put the healthy human cell in the cancer-causing environment in the first place? How about that? That's what it is, and we live in a polluted uh, society today and on a cellular level this stuff is built up so much and we'll get into that so yeah, anyway yeah. i'm talking to my friend charles i'm like dude you feel as good as i do he's like yeah i said dude you're gonna heal i said i can't believe i'm gonna say this but i'm gonna go home i'm gonna do this whole plant-based thing with you i'm gonna juice i'm gonna give up all meat except for bacon and you're gonna freaking heal 
you are going to heal. And I feel, I told him I feel great. I said, I feel awesome. I come home in 60 days. I dropped 47 pounds. It literally just, it was fell off of me. I had to buy new clothes. It was, I didn't, my suits didn't fit anymore. Um, even my wife one day, she's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, going to work. She's like, you can't wear that suit. You look like an idiot. <laughs> it's like three sizes too big for you. And I'm like, really? I look like dopey, you know? So I'm like, I, I, I don't have another suit. She's like, you need to get some more suits. I'm like, they're expensive. So anyway, word of warning, you follow my advice and what I did. And then don't follow me, follow my example, follow what I do and then keep what works for you and throw away what doesn't. Cause everybody's individual. Like I love that. Yeah. Um, everybody's different. Everybody's body's different, but a lot of the stuff we do goes up the middle for 98% of people. So it was really cool. And my, and my patches of eczema on my elbows and the skinish, another one I had on my shoulder, these were gone in like 60 days. Now the big patch yeah. on my knee took about seven, eight months and that was gone. I could feel my ribs again. <clears throat> I went from XLs and larges. Now I wear mediums and sometimes small shirts. Mm -hmm. It's like a whole, I got a do over. Now my friend Charles, um, he healed himself in two and a half years, no chemo, no surgery, no radiation. And he's fine today. We just, I just talked to him yesterday. And he's doing great. He went from bankruptcy and cancer, supposedly incurable, to he's got a successful business. Um, <clears throat> he's got uh, somebody special in his life now that makes him happy, and he's cancer-free. And wow. we actually ran the 2012 Portland Marathon, his idea, not mine, before <laughs> he was technically um, healthy. And I crossing that finish line with him was like kind of the final thing. Like, yeah, you're you're gonna live, like. He's going to oh, do it. You know, he was, he, he'd lost the 60 pounds. He had, um, of disease causing fat. He got his white blood cell count back down to normal. And he actually got to see his son graduate high school. He went to those father son weekends and his son just sold him a house. His son's a real <laughs> estate agent now. That's and amazing. Gets, and we're friends and we get to hang out. So his story, um, is amazing to me. And I saw it right in front of my face. And thank God he got cancer because it not only changed his life and it was a wake up call for him to really, truly start living his life. But the same thing for me, it completely revolutionized my life. And I'm, I'm out of the financial services industry. I'm a health coach now. And we have all these products. We ship them all over the place. We have our formulator on staff. And Dr. Treadway, he's a stud. He's like in his 70s. And his skin looks like he's 35. All the people that I that are my mentors are pretty much in their 70s and 80s. And they're doing like crazy things like Dr. Gabriel Cousins can do 30 pull ups and he's like 80 something <laughs> who can do that. Right. Well, success leaves clues. And I've been on the hunt for 11 years following and looking for people and going to institutes and clinics and gleaning things for my own health. And then I just share it with the rest of the working class and let people run with it themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I love how you say, you know, that we, that we can, we can heal. Number one, we can be our own doctor. I always say, you know, you, you are your own best health advocate. Nobody else is going to advocate for yourself like yourself, you know, yeah. so tell me about, let's talk about these toxins and the cellular cellular pollution that we are faced with. And why is this creating so much chaos in our bodies and in our health? Yeah. Nine years ago. Um, and when you guys are done listening to this show today, Go to your browser and type these three words in. Drum roll, please. <laughs> chemical, or excuse me, umbilical cord chemical. Mm, yeah. Umbilical cord chemical. And you'll see the studies that I saw nine years ago that show that every single child being born that they test the umbilical cord blood of these young mothers and child, supposedly the healthiest of all of us, right? They're looking for 400 chemicals. And they find 71%, 250 of what they're looking for. And 180 of those cause cancer in humans. Yeah. 212 cause developmental and brain disorders. 
these are in our children. Okay. And you think that's bad. Well, guess what? There's over a hundred thousand toxic chemicals out there. And if you extrapolate that out, that means we have the potential at 71% having 71,000 toxic chemicals in our body. It's roughly 60,000 toxic cancer causing chemicals, right? And 65,000, uh, you know, developmental and brain disorder types of chemicals. So we are born polluted. And I mm -hmm. sat back in my chair when I realized this and I was like, oh my God, we're all polluted. And the older we are, the more time we've had to bioaccumulate those toxins from where? The 20,000 breaths of air we take every day. So from the air we breathe, the water that we should be drinking, that it, it's, it's in our water. All water is polluted today. It has to be purified. Number three, the food we're eating. Number four, the clothes that you're wearing. If you're not wearing 100% natural, natural fibers that have not been sprayed in pesticides, mm. fungicides, herbicides, larvicides, you are off-gassing chemicals into your body. If you're wearing polyesters, nylons, um, lycra, like rebras for the ladies. Mm, that's a good These are off-gassing hormone yep. disrupting chemicals right into your breast. And the larger the breast, and if they have a wire underneath it, it's like up goes the, the problems with breast cancer because yeah. the breasts are part of the lymphatic system and they're supposed to move when you move and they're part of the detoxification process. And what are women mm -hmm. doing? They're putting on these tight breasts that don't allow mm -hmm. them to move. Mm -hmm. And they're lycra. They're off-gassing these cancer-causing chemicals right into the breast tissue. And then they're putting on antiperspirant that stops the detoxification process. So you basically have this like toxic uh, cancer soup going on. It's not good. And then some women are sticking your cell phone down. Oh, in that's the, breast the worst. And then, yeah. And then that'll actually cause cancer. I've seen women, a lot of women have the tumor right where the, it's actually where the phone is. Hmm. Right. So we have harmonizers that I got from Dr. Elizabeth Plords for that. But anyway, like nobody's thinking about it. And guys too, like if you're wearing, you know, uh, BT cotton underwear, right? <laughs> Even if it's cotton, guess what? That's the second highest sprayed crop on the planet behind uh, sugarcane. Toxic estrogen, these estrogen mimicking chemicals, all chemicals come from crude oil. And then they use other 3000 chemicals to make plastics and stuff. Plastics are a problem. They should be outlawed and we should come up with natural plastics that are made out of like non-GMO corn or soy. They could do this very easily, but <laughs> yeah. We have to drive that. We have to drive industry with our what, 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 how we purchase. We can still vote with our, you know, maybe our votes don't count nowadays. We know they don't, but our vote, we still vote with our dollars. That counts. We drive industry, right? So all this stuff's going on. We're talking about these chemicals. I'm learning all this stuff. And I'm just like, whoa, it's in the clothing, makeups, you know, um, shampoos. If your shampoo says sodium laurel sulfate, that's a suffocant that makes it sudsy. Mm -hmm. That causes cancer. Well, guess what? I come home. Guess what? Freaking my first ingredient on my shampoo is sodium lauryl sulfate. Yeah. I'm putting cancer. Air fresheners, those stupid things they plug into the oh, side of the, the wall. worst yeah. chemicals 24 seven. Your paint in your home. You let's say you have a new baby on the way, Aaron. What are you going to do? You're going to paint the room. Guess what? You just made a your the toxic chemical coffin for that baby even worse. That paint is going to take four and a half years to cure. And that little baby all night long is going to be sleeping and breathing in those toxic chemicals. 24 seven polluting them. And then it's going to be in the bloodstream, just like it shows in the umbilical cord test. Right. But we don't think about this. We don't know about it. There has to become an awareness. They're even putting like fire retardants on the spray them on our, our freaking uh, television screens that we purchase. It's just weird stuff. Okay. Chemicals everywhere, toxic chemicals everywhere. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. And guess what? It gets worse. They were testing the blood serum to find these chemicals in the umbilical cord. 
our fat and muscle tissue has 500 to 1,000 times greater concentrations of these chemicals than what they're testing in the blood. Did you hear what mm -hmm. I just said? Wow. It's 500 to 1,000 times worse than what they're finding in the blood that they think is terrible, right? It's bad, okay? We're at such a level today that water researchers have went up to pristine lakes 1,500 miles in the interior, far away from man, and they're testing both two and two and a half inch fish. And they're, they're, these, these small fish are now developing into hermaphrodites. They have both male and female yep, I just read that, yeah. Why? Because of the amount of concentration of microplastics. They're super tiny, and that's the problem. It's just like our gut. You can't see it. It's out of sight. It's out of mind. You don't think it's a problem. But I saw virtual colonoscopy show me in there. On a microscopic level, there's tons of chemicals in the ecosystem. All the fishies and the little amphibians are turning into hermaphrodites now in the, mm -hmm. the creeks and the tributaries and the rivers and lakes and all the, that The stuff. corn, what is it? The pesticide atrazine that's sprayed on corn, which is in all of our processed food, mm -hmm. that turned the, the frogs male to female, right? Yep. Yep. All that stuff. And people make fun of it. Oh, the frogs are gay. Well, they are. They're, 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 they're turning into, they're just, it's not natural. Okay. We're being disrupted. This is why there's so much breast cancer, ovarian cysts, uterine cysts. Um, there's prostate cancer for men. men. Men are getting man boobs. Yeah. A lot of that is because we have all these extra estrogens floating around from, from microplastics. Where do these plastics come from? Well, we have certain things like the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. It's like the size of Texas, and it's, a, it's like a landmass of plastic floating around the Pacific Ocean. Look it up. And the UV rays are hitting it. It's breaking down and all these microplastics are going into the, into the ecosystem, little fishies and stuff are eating them. And then the bigger fish eat them and it goes up the food chain at it micro. It's actually not just bioaccumulation, but in the ocean, it's biomagnification because mm. the, imagine a fish eating plastics this whole life. And then when a fish comes up and grabs it, eats it, it just super loaded. And then it goes up the food chain and eats it. And by the time you get to the bluefin tuna and the, the Chinook salmon, they're completely polluted with these chemicals. And we, then we eat them, right? So it's, it's kind of crazy how bad it is. Another example is harmful if swallowed toothpaste. Please contact the Poison Control Center. If your toothpaste says that, why the hell are we putting it in our mouth? Aren't you poisoning yourself a little bit? Isn't that going right through the mucous membrane in the mouth and directly into the bloodstream? Yes, it is. And you will swallow a little bit anyway. Well, that's okay. We'll just kill yourself a little bit. You see how they're just, it's like we're slowly getting killed with these microscopic noceums. It's like a, it's like a silent war, right? It's, the, it's, a, it's a silent, chemical, toxic war. And the last thing I would say is, remember I talked about the, the garments? Really pay attention to these clothes. There's a book out there called Killer Clothes by Dr. Mm. Brian Clement. You should read it. It'll change. It, like You will start, as you're buying new clothes, you will buy natural fiber clothes you know, because you, you, it's like you're causing yourself problems. Like You wear a polyester shirt or like like a bra, that's basically once you have the awareness, you're like, I, I'm suicidal. That's so like, interesting. That's, that, yeah. I would never have thought of that aspect. Um, and usually, you know, we talk about like the other toxins, like you said, the chemicals in the water and the, you know, all of that, mm -hmm. but that's a good point to bring up is the clothing. I bet a lot of yeah. us have never would, considered that before. Yeah. We adorn ourselves in these clothes and, and after night, after a thousand washes, the tests have been done on these clothes. They're still off gassing 95% of these estrogen mimicking disrupting hormones. And when you wash your clothes, what happens? microplastics come off the clothes and they go back out into the environment because that goes down the drain. You know, so imagine all the plastic that's out there and don't take my word for it. Look up the great Pacific garbage patch. Look up the, like you brought up um, uh, um, the amount of water glyphosate 
74 percent oh, of rainwater has the, the main herbicide in it from roundup which now there's a big huge lawsuits going on right now there's like huge. two or three billion set off to decide to help the people that got lymphoma cancers from being around roundup being sprayed i know our neighbor he's got cancer and he sprayed roundup and he thinks that's what it was back home in eastern oregon on the farm wow. right so there's 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 these there's these chemical these disrupting chemicals and they're they're just like they're everywhere it's pervasive it's in the clothing right it's in it's in the food it's in the water supply it's in the air so okay now i think we've made a big case that yeah, chemicals are a big problem okay and they're really destroying human health and the problem is is you can't see them so if you're here today i, I would consider yourself like i was very lucky to get this information because now you can you can take a draw a line in the stand and say I don't want that happening to myself and my family. What do I need to do next? Well, we need to clean things up. We need to make sure that you have clean air. Make sure you're cracking your window at night, mm -hmm. right? It, it, or during the day. These new energy efficient homes are like chemical coffins. They don't breathe and they're full of toxins. Hundreds, hundreds of times more worse than downtown smog on LA. Poisoning ourselves and we don't know it. So doing that, start as you're remodeling homes and doing stuff, use non-toxic stuff, go to the green design center.com. Use them. They have non-toxic paints. Um, Andrew pace. I had him on my show. He's the original green dude for home building. Did you know our carpet? If it's not, if it's nylon, it's off gassing formaldehyde. Think about that. If you have carpet in your house, you are embalming yourself and your family gently. You're like a more like, like a little mortician at night. You don't know it you're like a little silent mortician. You're, formaldehyding yourself i didn't know this stuff how could that be how could we allow how is an industry put carpet in that's get, putting formaldehyde into our bodies why is this allowed you have to understand that nobody cares these these agencies are not here to protect you it is they're corrupt it is what it is and again don't take my word for it look around how healthy is the nation again we're the sickest we've ever been that's where you can't BS people anymore. It's like, it ain't working. We got to be smart about this stuff. All right. So we got to clean up the air. You have to clean up your water. Your water has to be purified. And if you're on city tap water, you have to not, should I, you have to get your water restructured because those high pressure pipes. And I used to install water lines. It's high pressure to get water out to all the city. It's a lot of pressure. And when you put water under that much pressure, it, the water molecules get clustered up too big. It's like bowling balls trying to go through a chain link fence. The chain link fence is your intestinal lining. When I switched over to restructured water after I purified it, oh my God, 2018 in the fall, game changer. Took my health up like three more levels. I literally become high on water every day. Like mm. literally. And people think I'm on cocaine sometimes because I have so <laughs> much energy. But I've learned how to like speed up my cellular, my mitochondria and my cellular. I've cleaned up my body. I'm consistent, constantly cleaning it. Always detoxing, daily, daily, daily detox, gently, very gently and slowly, always doing it because the pollution's always coming in. Oh, for and sure. And I get it. So I stop putting this stuff in. I clean up my big inputs, my air. I clean up my water because these things, once you got them done, you just breathe and drink. It's not really hard. And if you're going to breathe some air today and tomorrow and the next day, you might want to get your air cleaned up. If you want to drink, uh, if you're going to drink some water today, tomorrow, next week, next year, you want to get your water right. Right. And then you got to start looking at, at getting good sleep. That's Sleep huge. is number three. And then number four is your food, right? And I go in these in order of like, how long can I not do these and die without dying? <laughs> well, without breathing, you're dead in four to seven minutes. So for me, oxygen is number one nutrient. Number two is water because without it, you're dead in 11 days. Um, without sleep, you're dead in about 11 days. 
food, that's a couple months. So that's number four. And then we look at movement. If you don't move your body, like if you put your arm in a sling and eventually it's going to atrophy and fall off. So we have to move it. We have to use it or we lose it, right? we got to move our bodies and then we need sunshine. we got to get outside and plug back into the motherboard, which is where we're from, just like the ants and the trees to heal ourselves and charge our body. That's why earthing and grounding is important. Um, and, um, you know, and then work on your spiritual practice and that kind of stuff. So there's, there's a lot to do here, but the reality is, is that empowering people because stop giving your money to these companies that are polluting you and your family and your community and give it to companies that have a heartbeat that are trying to make a difference, but be careful because if they go into these big box stores and they start getting success, they're going to get bought out by the big companies. Tom's Amin got bought out. Burt Bees, right? Yep. All you have to do is like, who purchased, Google this, who purchased Burt Bees? Who purchased New Chapter? Who purchased Garden of Life? Who purchased, you know, um, Tom's Amin? And it'll pull up. You'll see Procter & Gamble, Nestle. Oh, yeah. These are the companies Nestle's that the they don't one. care about uh -huh. you. They don't <laughs> care about you. And then they change the ingredients. And then you start getting crappier products, even though it, you know, it used to be really good. Like these probiotics, I won't say who it is, but these probiotics used to be really awesome. And then they stopped working. Well, come to find out that the dude lost his source down in Australia because he got caught. The owner of the company got caught trying to break in and steal the culture because <laughs> he hated having to get it from this place. And then they cut him off completely. He like literally has a big multi-million dollar company and he tried to break in and steal their, their bacterial culture. That was one of the top supplement brands out there that a lot of people are doing. So the guy was like a jerk. I wouldn't want to give him money anyway. But then when he got bought out by Nestle, um, now it's like corrupt, right? Yeah. And they're actually putting synthetics in it. And the labeling laws are really sketch. They are. So I know it's kind of like cereal. That one really pisses me off. They put genetically modified <laughs> wheat. They put genetically modified yeah. wheat. They enrich it with synthetic vitamins. They spray on it afterwards. They cook at high temp. They do all these things, but they have, um, they have, um, uh, what do you call it? Engineers on staff, uh, scientists uh, that have created opiate derivatives that they don't have to list on the packages to further addict your children. So think what I just said, synthetic opiate derivatives are in the cereals today to further addict your children, even more than the corn syrups and the high fructose corn syrups, the super sweeteners they're already putting in there, which are toxic. And full of glyphosate, right? And hijack, hijack the neurotransmitters already. Yeah, so, so yeah, this is like where we we're at more. today. Yeah. So once you have this, it's a little overwhelming. I was like freaked out. I was scared. Yeah, what, what do you say to somebody who's running around the forest? What do you say to somebody who is, is hearing this and is like, oh my gosh, because you know, this, I've been in this world for almost a decade. I can take it in and go, okay, breathe through it, breathe through it, you know, because it is a lot of them are unavoidable. So what do you say to somebody who might be hearing this for the first time and might be going, oh my gosh, now I'm well, stressed. You're, you're, Stress about to, you're, you're about to have a whole new level of health is what's going to happen because now okay. you have this awareness and you start taking steps. Your body is going to respond again. It's about the environment. Like Bruce Lipton said. It's the environment, stupid. He kept saying that to himself. That whole thing, he broke the whole paradigm where it's, it's not the genes that dictate like, oh, well, your grandma had it and your grandpa and your, your sister has it and you know, you're, you know, whatever, you're going to get it. Well, no, they're probably all eating the same crap, right? Let's see. We're, we're, it, 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 there, maybe there is a genetic predisposition to that weakness, but if you change the environment, you change how the gene expresses itself, period. For sure. End of story. So only about two to 3% of my experience of people's issues is genetic. Maybe they have a mechanical issue in their heart. Okay. That's where a surgery comes in and it's life-saving and it works. But for most people, 
you know, you just have too much damn much animal fat in your diet. And that's why your arteries are clogged with animal fat. Okay. That cholesterol that's clogging your arteries, it's too much animal fat. So you just eat more vegetables, eat a little less animals, clean up your arteries. This isn't rocket science. Like this is very simple stuff. So the cool thing is, is once you have the awareness, then you just start detoxing. You get your clean air, you get your water down. You, we have products that people take, gut detox, toxin detox. They start taking these daily and they just gently start micro cleansing, cleaning up the fat, the blood, the muscle tissue, cleaning up the intestinal lining, those little hair-like structures, the villi, cleaning it all out and then start flooding the body with nutrients, bacteria, and just kind of let nature take it, run its course, right? And then you start looking for new clothing. And instead of this shampoo, you buy that one. Instead of this toothpaste, you buy that one. And before too long, you got a whole new lifestyle and a year or two goes by. And now you've created this new environment and voila, your body is responding. You're feeling better. Your energy's up. Your mental clarity's up. The weight's coming off or you're gaining weight. If you struggled either way, the body balances itself Yep. and you get your life back. You get away from the gas and the bloating and the headaches. And, you know, usually in six months on our program, we see people, you know, no big deal, but you know, they feel 10 years younger and they look literally look five years younger. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, that's being, huge. I'm being very conservative. And it's not like we're magicians. It's common sense. Mm -hmm. You get the toxins. These and we know how to do it. When you get the toxins out of your body and you flood your body with nature, your your cells are going to respond. That's just yeah. how it works. Yeah, no, that's that's good. So let's talk real fast because you know before we, I don't want to run out of time without mentioning the products. Um, you do have great testimonials on your website, chemicalfreebody.com, and you have quite a few products there that are beneficial, um, as you've just mentioned. So I want to make sure you get to share a little bit about that before we run out of time. Sure. Well, maybe you can have me back on and we can talk about supplements because you know, most people don't know that 85% of the supplements on the market are owned by pharmaceutical companies. 92% in total are purely synthetic. These are acid-based synthetics made in a lab. Um, only 8% are whole food or food-based. Those are the ones you want, but those are being corrupted too, because then they'll do a split where you might see, oh, this one's got ashwagandha in it. Oh, it's got lactobacillus acidophilus. Oh, it's got a really, it's got protease in it. Amylase has got some good, you know, um, uh, uh, enzymes. Oh, and then maybe it's like, oh, it's got chaga rishi mushrooms in there. Oh, that's good. And then it says vitamin C in parentheses, ascorbic acid. If your multivitamin says ascorbic acid behind the vitamin C, you're purchasing a synthetic made in a laboratory. It should say in parentheses behind it from the omla berry or from the arceola cherry or from the camu camu berry. Now, you know, you have a whole food source. So there's these blended ones where it's almost like you have a, a brownie recipe an award-winning brownie recipe that would be yummy. And then the, the baker put a little cat poop in the recipe. Well, I don't want to eat cat poop in my brownies. And I don't want ascorbic acid in my um, multivitamin or my product. I don't want any synthetics in my product. But even if you have a whole all whole food, then you have to look at the other ingredients list. And I don't know if you can see this, if it'll show up. But if, I, if you look, you see on mine where it's here, I'll look like this. It says no magnesium stearate. It's not focusing, but no silicon dioxide. Right, no, yeah, no, I see it. No mm -hmm. dicalcium phosphate. Why would I put those big red letters on all of our packaging? Because those are what are called excipients, binders, fillers, and flow agents. When you make a synthetic pill, it doesn't really fill up the capsule that much. Americans aren't going to buy empty capsules. They want it full. So they fill it up with something. And they're putting things in like magnesium stearate or silicon dioxide actually is a level three toxin on the EPA's toxin list, yet it's in most supplements dicalcium phosphate. Check your labels, people. Check your labels. We do supplement reviews at our coaching program for people. 
95% of the products, I wouldn't put them on my body. So then we have to find them alternatives, whether it's at our shop or somebody else's and we get them squared away. So number one with our products, why they're so badass is because they're 100% nature. Even the other ingredients are nature. I built the products for myself. And then we just share them with our group coaching community and our, our client base at large. So yeah, we have products awesome. that are designed to daily detox, the gut mm -hmm. detox product, ancient formula from India, thousands of years old. It works famously, Cle cleans those little intestinal villi and gets all that funk and gunk and junk out of there without diarrhea. That's really important for somebody who's busy and working. I get it. When I left and went to Hippocrates, I got to get full immersion. So I had time. I could. Re I was going through. A lot of people can't do that. They can't be down. They're raising kids. They've got a job. They're trying to make ends meet. So we do this. We have this daily detox thing where they can just start, you know, drinking some powders and taking some pills. They're really good. And they start cleaning the body up, giving them energy, and it leads them to want to start changing their diet. And they, they have the energy and they want to go exercise. So it's kind of like a snowball effect, which is gently, daily, 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 just a gentle daily detox because we're gently being polluted every day. So eventually you get ahead of the curve and then you get all the gunk and funk out of your body and then you're, you're ahead of it. So it's coming in, but it's always coming out. So it's, it's kind of like a counter lever, right? It's like a, it's how we balance out this crazy world we live in. And that's, that is where we're at. Cause I remember being at Hippocrates and this guy's like, look, we were in a class and he was talking to Dr. Plummy he goes, I feel great. I feel amazing. But how am I going to go home and live this crazy lifestyle in the real world? How am I going to do it? This is, this is easy when you guys just hand me stuff. And he says, well, first off you have it all wrong. He goes, the question you should ask yourself is, how do I go home and live in a real way in a crazy world? Because that's where we're at today. What we're doing and eating natural foods and plants and stuff like that, they're alive. Sprouts and sprouted nuts and sprouted seeds and sprouted grains and sprouted beans. Everything's sprouted. Everything's living. When we start adding that stuff into our diet, why is that weird? Why is it weird to, to, ju to make ju green juices and flood your body with nutrition? But it's acceptable. It's acceptable, and this is acceptable a million times a year to go into a doctor's office and get surgery and have them remove an artery from the side of your leg and attach it to your heart for a bypass surgery that costs $50,000. That's okay. That's okay. But changing your lifestyle, eating something from nature and being more healthy, that's weird. Right. That's, crazy. <laughs> that's a crazy yeah. thing. I think yeah. it's the complete opposite. It's brainwashing. We've been programmed. And people just got to you know, shake it off like a dog and, and freaking look around and use common sense and use your own instincts. Like figure this stuff out. Like you can do this. This isn't hard. Um, it's work. It's not going to be, but we, we've tried to simplify it for people because it's, it's one thing to do it yourself, but it's another thing to help other people to be able to do it. And over the years I've, you know, cause I originally thought, Oh, I'll just help people change their diet and do this stuff and take a couple of this and they're going to be fine. But it's not, there's some deep, deep, deep emotional work that needs to be done. 60% of the people that I've coached um, have been molested. Mm. And a lot of times by family members. I can't even believe that I just said that, right? It's weird to me that there's that much stuff going on. Or dad threw me off a roof or dad threw me through a window or dad threw me over the fence. And there's like, or my mom's boyfriends molested me. You know, it's just like weird stuff. And I'm just like, whoa, the amount of crap people have went through and people are using food as a dope keep these emotions down and right. half the time people don't even know what's they buried it they've repressed it but it's like a it's like a, a, a uh, i don't know it's like a, a, a sliver it's down there in there and it's infected and when you change your diet and you start getting cleaned up it allows the emotions to come up and then you can do the emotional detox that's why crying guys is so good <laughs> for you
If you're crying, you're doing an emotional detox. You're literally shaking the shells, the, the, your cells off. So anyway, our products are just 100% nature. They're designed to help people meet them where they're at in their busy lifestyles. And they can just get the ball rolling very easy under five minutes a day. And, and just, it's just like a freight train that starts building up momentum slowly, but surely they, they come back. And then we just lead into the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And then for too long, they're looking five years younger and feeling 10 years younger in about six months. Yeah. That's awesome. So they can go to chemicalfreebody.com is the mm-hmm. website, yep. right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Chemicalfreebody.com. And if people are interested in the products, I would suggest, because we have a lot of them go to the products tab, scroll down to savings bundles. And that way you can get a discount. You can do like a jumpstart bundle if you want to stick your toes in the water or do what I do. I do the total energy and detox bundle every month. And I also take our, um, our breakthrough liquid uh, turmeric product. It's, it's like a hundred times more anti-inflammatory. Actually, I have a a functional medicine clinic. Now it's their go-to anti-inflammatory down in Texas. But um, at checkout, if you guys put in the code spark, you get an additional 5% off. So if they do spark at checkout, then they can get a double discount. And we have a double your money back guarantee on all of our products because I know how well they work. And if you're one of the two percenters for whatever reason, maybe you have an allergic reaction to, you know, one of the ingredients or it just doesn't work for you. Um, you know, cause some people like drink coffee and they make them sleepy. So it's just like, everybody's different. Everybody's right? different. Yeah, it's true. If that happens, call us, we'll refund your money. But more importantly, we'll put you on the phone with myself or another coach and we'll find another product, even if it's in another company or another th- something like strategy for you to help you. Cause we just, we understand that our products are part of the toolkit. Yep. They're a very small part, but they're a very profound part because they've been built and designed for, to meet people where they're at in their daily lives to get the ball rolling. So um, yeah, everybody's different. Um, but there's basic things that are going to work for most people and we help them. We just want people to wake up and feel good. That's it. We want it. Yep. Cause I know what it's like to wake up and have a, a big belly and gastrointestinal issues and bloating and pain when I poop and blood coming out and I'm bleeding all over the place, elbows, knee. I mean, it's not fun. I, I don't even remember. It's, it's hard to even recognize my 11 year old self or my 11 years ago. I can't even believe what a mess I was. I was a train wreck and it sh- I shuddered to think where I would be today. If I wanted to, my friend wouldn't have got cancer and I wouldn't have got this knowledge, wasn't able to apply it. Scary. Yeah. I don't even know if I'd be here. I was falling apart. Yeah, no, your story is powerful. And I think that that is what makes um, everything else you say so compelling. And I think it's been so, so interesting, fascinating to listen to what you share and the solutions that you offer as well, that we aren't stuck in this toxic dump, (laughs) but we can make changes. And so I appreciate that. And so thank you for coming on the show and sharing your story, your products, um, your solutions. This has been such a valuable conversation. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me on. And I, I hope the listeners do one thing and they put themselves first put your health, you and your health first and, um, you know, give other people around you permission slips to do the same, especially our children, children learn by watching us and by doing so be that model for them. It it speaks louder than, you know, you taking care of everybody else, letting your health go in the gutter. You don't want your children to do that. You don't want your friends or best, your loved ones to do that. So why are we doing that to ourselves? Let's turn that around today. Yeah, absolutely. The tiniest spark leads to the biggest blaze, and I hope that today's episode sparks you on a journey to healing and wholeness. Thanks for listening to Sparking Wholeness. For more information on what I do and my coaching programs, or maybe just to reach out and say, hey, find me at sparkingwholeness.com or on Instagram at sparkingwholeness. Have a fabulous week.